I see Billy. <laughs> Leave Billy alone. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh. <laughs> you, know, you know what I what I what he says that I, I have you ever seen uh, that YouTube video? Leave Brittany alone. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> That's what I imagine right now. Oh of him saying, "Leave Billy alone." <laughs> Uh, we just need him uh, in some crying and in some mascara. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that whole the mascara part won't happen again. Again? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a few times we've used it, isn't there? Okay, yes. <laughs> always with the mascara. <laughs> always a bride and never. No, it's always a bridesmaid, never a bride. That's what the saying is. I'm always a, a groomsman and never the groom. I am. I'm, it, I'm both. It is Mr. Johnson here, fresh off of watching a four-foot-tall wasp nest. Still watching. <laughs> and we got the lovely, the one and only Mr. Josh Westplate Brewer. Hey. Stop it. <laughs> he got Brewer in there at least. Gosh. Yeah. Westplate is now your middle name. Yeah. Just like her middle name is Westplate. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Aaron's yep. like I had to stop there. It was like her, <laughs> I thought it'd be different, but then I was like, wait a minute, no, it's it's the same. Yes, it is so. exactly the same. So don't you worry about it, Mr. Johnson. You know what else you don't have to worry about? A word of the week. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Oh. I can change that. Oh. But no. No word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shoot. Congratulations. Wait. You have made it through most of the month. Yes. Most. Yeah. I say that because. Three out of four. Well. Why are you winking at me like that? He has to sniff your hair again. Oh. Uh, Remember, we learned Josh is Josh and Josh will Josh because Josh is Biden. Josh is Biden. <laughs> we learned that a couple episodes ago. <laughs> so we know these things now. We right. also know that Josh likes to purchase things during the episode. So we're going to yeah. throw it off to our correspondent, Josh. Josh, what are you purchasing this episode? Yeah. I'm not purchasing anything this episode. Wow. Amy will be happy finally. Oh, well, uh, you know, it is a joint relationship now, so she has to be aware of what I'm buying. Oh. Okay, Jeeves. But if Aaron wants to do thy purchase for me, ah, that I don't need her Can Consent. I'd purchase. still ask. Yeah. I would ask her Can too. I buy Josh these table legs? For what? He doesn't so need them. He, he can, can make them. Wasn't, he for, wasn't Josh himself for sale yesterday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because he got his hand stuck in the <laughs> dog cage? The dog yeah. cage. <laughs> Usually it's the guy who's out in the doghouse. In this case, it's Josh with his hand in the dog cage. Good job, Josh. <laughs> Again, Josh is Josh and Josh will Josh and Josh is Biden. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, as Josh sits there, he's like, I need to go to my tumbler. Has anybody got any uh, tequila? Uh, no. Actually, I don't. No. I've really? Got plenty of whiskey, though. With you? I have Do some you see car. it on him? Can I get the keys? No. I'm going to need some of this episode. <laughs> really? You're going to need some on this one. He's going to need some So whiskey. we're going to talk about Christianity and he needs to get drunk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can go. We can go get some wine. Why That'd be wine? more acceptable. What? It? Yeah. They used to drink wine back then. Uh, it, was, it was safer to drink wine than it was yes, to drink water. Yes, we know. So, but. Regardless of uh, Josh's drinking habits, now that he is married, apparently he's an alcoholic. Yeah. I I, I used know. to be worried for you, Johnson. Now. Tables have turned. Yeah. Tables have turned on a lot of things recently <laughs> that makes me wor more worried about Joshy boy over here than you, which is scary. It is scary because I'm still really worried about myself. <laughs> I mean, yes, technically he's younger. Yeah. But up until a certain point, he was like the more mature one. And then something happened and we. Johnson just, I can just take and, and it's now. not that Aaron, uh, it's not that Aaron it's not that Josh all of a sudden like went immature it's that Aaron's maturity level rose faster than was anticipated ish yeah oh. you, you're like Serona <laughs> you grew faster than we anticipated yeah <laughs> out of nowhere yep <laughs> I'll take it <laughs> so uh, 
this episode, uh, I guess you could call it our spiritual episode of the month. We tried to do sure. one of those. You know, do you remember what we're talking about, Mr. Johnson or Mr. Josh? Yeah. What are we talking For about? For the most part. What are we talking about? <sighs> I'm talking about Christianity. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> wow. No, it's we're about talking being... about a topic. <laughs> yeah. <to laughs> that will cover anything. Controversial. And like for us being like the loving ones, is it like are we able to be controversial and other stuff? Right. There was also a second thing I kind there of was I put um, in there, and I I know it. I just can't say it right now. By um, it essentially comes down to by trying to be the non-controversial, oh. bland, white, uh, milk toast fencer for everyone. You know, sure. Put it, but brand friendly. Brand brand friendly. Brand, brand friendly. Um, are are you actually ever standing up or something? Right. And I'll explain where I got that thought from when we get to that. Unless you want to. Okay. So which one do you want to jump into first? Brewer. I don't really. We'll ask much. Brewer. We'll give Brewer the choice here. Let's go with the second one. The you second... want to jump into the brand friendly thing already? Okay, it don't matter. Sure. <laughs> and they tie together. They do, yeah. It's... So first off, do you know what milk toast fence sitter means? I, I... I do know what wait, 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 butter wait, toast tasted like this morning. Milk toast fence sitter? Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I fence sitter, I guess, like you kind of want to be on the get the best of both worlds okay kind of so th- that's i don't know what the, the whole milk toast part is so about. so okay uh brewer do you know what milk toast is no milk toast. it's toasted milk. bread and warm milk with sugar and butter you know it's like one of the so. most um it, it's a comfort food you, you know you're not stirring the pot really you know comfort food you know you're you're you're, you're making it feel nice yeah and then fence sitter you're not you're not taking one side you're or kind the of other. In the middle. Yeah, you're and brand you safe in, in um in YouTube speak because you okay. know for someone to be able to be a, a YouTube um and make money, you know, and and be real popular and big with the YouTube, they have to be brand safe. And by brand safe, they mean YouTube brand safe. Right. So. That, that that's Can't. what that's what milk toast means, you know. Gotcha. You know, you're never really taking a stand anywhere. But Mike, I guess the question really comes down to you're not stirring the pot. Well, if you're never stirring the pot, if you're never really taking a hard stand on something, is that how helpful is that? Not because here's the thing: if you're always just swimming along with the current stream of what people say is the correct thing, who are you? If you're not taking a stand on things, if you're not saying black is black, white is white, right is right, left is left, up is up, down is down, because you're afraid of offending someone, how can I trust? Who are you then? That kind of... And then that brings me to my next thing. How can I trust you then when you say bring an opinion on something? That one I could be easier to answer than to say who am i because at that point i don't know who i am i'm just whoever the world wants me to be exactly you're whoever the world wants you to be you're whoever the advertisers want you to be right you're whoever x you know you're whoever amy wants you to be because mm. you're the milk toast fence sitter in josh and amy's life <laughs> you're never really definitive in saying josh is wrong when he is blatantly wrong but you're like, oh, Josh, it's okay. You you did your best. You give it da-da. Best It's the thought that counts. You yeah. can do everything wrong. I'm not saying Josh is being a horrible husband yet. Yeah. Okay, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Josh is being a horrible husband. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not saying he's doing something wrong by like, you know, not no. not giving enough time to his wife or anything like that. I'm not saying that. But if you want to please both Amy and Josh, you know, in this example, Aaron, you know, and you see uh, Josh is spending way too much time playing video games and not enough time to his wife. But you're like, I don't want to make him mad, so I'm just not going to say anything. (laughs) What's the point? I'm trying to please both people here. Yeah. And you can't. No. You even bring that back down 
you know, to the Bible, the Bible says you can't serve two masters. Nope. You can't serve, in, in this case, in, in biblical sense, when they're talking about, they're talking about money and God, in God at the yeah. time. But it, the ultimate thing is you can't serve two masters. You can't serve Satan and you can't serve God. You can't mm -mm. serve video games and you can't serve your wife. You can't serve cheese and milk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's that dichotomy. You have to be devoted to one side or the other. Yeah. There's no middle ground, really. What does God say he'll do with lukewarm water? He spits you out. He wants you either cold or hot. hot. Yep. He doesn't deal with that lukewarm stuff, which is a terrifying. <laughs> no, it is terrifying. I, I'm, 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 I'm not <laughs> making light of it. No. Yeah. But I think we as Christians have become experts. At least in America. Um, for sure. Yeah. Especially in America. But we've become expert chameleons. Right. We don't want to offend people because then we don't want to break, you know, like in the sense burn the bridges with anybody. But then again, we're not willing to really stand up for what we believe completely either. Right. And I know I can speak to this personally, and I think probably both of you can probably speak to this personally as well. But it's always easier to follow along with what everyone else is doing than say, I'm going to stand for what is right. Yeah, it takes and less effort. And especially if you are like, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be brand safe. I'm not, I'm not going to stir the pot. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, we will flow to wherever the majority says. Mm -hmm. We'll go to whatever the zeitgeist of the time is. Do you know what zeitgeist is, John? No. Oh, you're still getting a word of the week. Congratulations. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Except we're, we're not going to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, well, I already don't know it. Because we're, uh, we're not going to break it up here. But okay. zeitgeist, uh, I just looked at the definition to get the correct definition here. Mm -hmm. A zeitgeist is the defining spirit or mood of a particular period of history as shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. So whatever the time, you know, the 1990s was very... You saw kind of that advent of punk rock and all that, you know, come up. Yeah. That, very, that very rebellious time. You know, the zeitgeist of right now is stay inside and be afraid of Sorona. Right. You know, that is the zeitgeist of the time. Zeitgeist can be a year. It could be in a month, a week. You know, it's a period of time. What is that thought during that time? And we have noticed, guess what? In culture, that changes all the time. So if we're flowing with what the culture and the world says... Mm -hmm. we're putting ourselves in very dangerous waters right yeah yes 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 because we're always going to have to be changing what our thoughts and opinions and stances are if we're if we want to be this milk toasty fence sitter i see brewer just kind of sitting over there like milk nodding his head um <laughs> is it going over your head brewer mm -hmm. why is it going over your head what about it? it's going over your head let me ask that I heard Zen Tyson. I'm like, oh, the word just got him. Yeah. Okay. So, so remove the word zeitgeist from this whole thing. This whole, yeah. From this whole conversation. You know, what's the mood? What's the spirit? What's the thoughts? You know, right now it's, well, it, again, this can change on, depending on the time. You know, like right now is, you know, stay at home, lockdown, you know, sur the coronavirus or the coronavirus. Uh, you know, you have had the postmodern ideas, you know, where everything is relative, you know, you know, those sort of things. What I'm saying here is if your opinions about what you believe, be that in God, about abortion, about women, about anything, changes to be non-controversial with what society as a whole thinks at this time, are you ever standing up for something really? You looked like you're about to fall asleep. No, no, you're not. You're not standing up for something. Okay. Then I have the next question here. If you're not standing up for something, and let's, okay, so let's say hypothetical world right now, okay? In this hypothetical world, the current popular idea is that you should always just uh, bounce on one leg because that is the popular thing and josh follows into the crowd of bouncing on one leg only when out in public 
Okay. Even though he thinks it's crazy and silly, he's bouncing around. He's, you know, he's following the fashion trend for whatever reason. Josh is trendy in this world. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing world. Mm. The next year, it's back to walking with two legs again. No more bouncing. And you just like, okay, that's what they say I should do. Mm-hmm. But then you have Aaron over here who's like, no, I am not going to bounce around on one leg. I'm going to walk all the time. What's wrong with that, Josh? Tell me. It's worked so far. We You're not doing what the politicians and the secret society want you to do. <laughs> they want you to be robots. They want you to follow the social trends because the social trends are a distraction from what really is happening. Wow, now we're getting deep. But, but, what, but the, that stupid, silly example right there, right? In, I don't know. I think Aaron would do it. Well, I... I gave a hypothetical, very stupid, simple hypothetical. In this case, Aaron was standing up and saying, no, I believe in walking on two legs. And Josh is like, I'm just going to follow the whim of the people. Whee! And he floats around forever doing what others tell him to do. You fool. Now, did you just call him you fool? Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Um, So, do you wonder where this came from, Johnson? Where, no. where this idea came from, this Shh. thought came from? The hopping on a leg? No, not the oh, hopping on a leg. What? Being a milquetoast fence sitter versus standing up for what you believe in. Sure. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm kind of scared. What? <laughs> you, you, you gave the... It, it, it's uh, a pair of YouTubers you like. Oh, hey, the the morning boys. Red and Link. Yeah. Right. Have either of you listened to their uh, nope. like four-episode podcast series on their deconstruction of their faith? Nope. Recommend you do. Okay? Right. It's like four hours long. Do it! Between the four of them. Oh, okay. It's not bad. No. It's not four hours an episode. It's like four hours between the four of them. Anyways, what I found interesting was, and, and to be 100% blatantly honest here, most of this was on Reddit. <laughs> Most of it was on Rhett? Yeah, like, he's the one who kind of pulled Link along, into, along it. into it. And Link even does admit, he's like, yeah, if it wasn't for you, I would be doing whatever. Because uh, yeah. Link actually used to be like a worship leader. Really? Yeah. Huh. And both of them were involved with crew, as yeah. I've mentioned. Um, but essentially, Rhett was like, well, the church doesn't follow this opinion of the, of the public. Oh, and specifically, he was talking about LGBTQIA plus, yeah. you know, acceptance and marriage and that. He's like, well, because they don't accept that, therefore, I can't. And then he talks about, but this was interesting. Every day, do you know what his first activity he does every day is? And he no. admitted this on his podcast. No. Brewer, do you have a guess? Do I want to guess it on the podcast? Oh. It's nothing to do with his body. What about his mind? Oh. It does involve his mind. What do you think you like? What? No, just go. What, what Aaron? Oh, no, just go. <laughs> just go, go, Mr. Just Brewer. Go. go, Mr. Brewer. What is he? Uh, look at porn or something every morning? No. No? Oh. What does he do? In a way, it is porn, though. Oh. He looks at other women. No. He lusts? Men. No. What? what? No, he's married. He has kids. Yeah, I know. But hey. No, he looks online to see if anyone, what people are saying about him. Huh. It's not porn as in looking at women. It's porn as in I need to see what my fans are saying about me. If they're accepting me, if they're upset with me, if they're accepting of what I'm saying or not. And he mentioned one of the episodes where he adjusts what he does so that way he's never controversial. And that struck me as weird. Yeah. That you want to make yourself into this amorphous blob that is never standing up for anything. Right. Hmm. I, yeah, I get. And I inherently don't trust people like that. No. So you can't stand. Yeah. You can't please everybody. If you try and please everybody, nobody's going to like you at some point. Right. Because 
the zeitgeist, the spirit of the age, the thoughts, the community, that changes. Yeah. So then you never really believe in anything completely anyway. So you're never really committed. No. You believe in what Ever. the world tells you to believe. Yeah. And you will do whatever you can to get that feeling of affirmation from others. Yeah. That's very destructive. It is. Now, not to say he is not, him and Link are not doing well for themselves. Like, mm. they, they, they are doing very well for themselves. Let, let, mm-hmm. Let's not sugarcoat it. They have millions of followers. They're generating probably a good chunk of money. You know, they are definitely favored by YouTube. And that's because they do everything to be brand safe with YouTube as well. Mm. They never take a controversial stance ever, which I find funny. Why? It's kind of impossible not to have a controversial kind of... a stance that's controversial at some point. Yeah. In this imaginary world that I constructed with this silly, stupid example, Aaron walking on two feet while everyone is bouncing on one leg would be controversial. Because I ain't gonna go with the flow of the times. But in this controversial, in this imaginary world, Josh is the ret of the world. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I love Josh. He's like, I got nothing right now. You know who we're talking about though, right? You know who Red and Link are, right? The good yeah. mythical more boys. Yeah. yeah. Rhett is the one with the spiky hair and Link's the one with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not spiky, not spiky now. but oh. it, it's big and long and poofy. Yeah. Right now. Which a lot of people's hair is like that because of the serotonin. The serotonin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can speak. I'm a Biden. <laughs> I'm a, we are all Biden today. <laughs> yeah, I know. But so you stand for everything and by staying for everything, you stand for nothing. That's so depressing. <laughs> I feel like. Because I, all of us have at some point had to, whether in public or private life, take some sort of formal stance where we say, that's it. Can't. Draw the line. Gotta draw the line there. Yeah. How, how do you? Because yeah, I, I guess I would say it's pretty, it's impossible to actually pull that off completely. Oh, you yeah. You can try to, but then, yeah, it's like, like you said, it's like, I don't know whether to trust that person. But if you're saying the things that are popular at the time, you're you're taking a stand that's very safe because mm-hmm. that's what the popular opinion of the time is. Yeah, that's why I like, I like seeing like some, I just thought it was funny when it started coming up was people first start the comment with unpopular opinion, but they'd say what they think. Just like, oh man. Yeah, I <laughs> know. That became such an ongoing thing where it's just like, okay, now your unpopular opinion is the popular opinion. <laughs> yeah. For some cases, at least. People just say that so they, they feel safe or saying what they think. It seems like, at least. Which, don't be afraid. <laughs> I no. guess to stand out, it's okay to stand out. It is. But we have this kind of opinion nowadays, especially like, because a large, this I find this really weird because eventually there's going to be the saturation, right? There's a large percentage of people who are like, I'm going to be YouTube famous. Oh, yeah. But guess what? In order for you to be YouTube famous, guess what you got to do? Never make anything controversial. Never stir the pot. Don't yeah. piss people off. Um, have you ever heard of Donut Operator? Sounds like a little like cheap indie game. Like It's a person. Uh, 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 <laughs> Donut operator. Yeah. No, I have not. Okay. Donut operator. Um, obviously, you know what an operator is, right? Something that operates something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, anyways, Donut Operator, he's a former police and SWAT team member. Okay. Sick. <laughs> so, he kind of, you know, got his start by covering, like, uh, police stuff on YouTube. Now, he actually owns a skate shop. 
So, you know, he does all that sort of stuff. Anyways, he's one of those uh, YouTube creators. And he recently got in trouble Uh (laughs) because he he dared he 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 dared do the sin of taking a stance on something. Oh, what did he take a stance on? It was something stupid. Um, it it was nothing consequential. You know, he was essentially calling someone out for lying on some things, and the person got upset. You know, but he got in trouble for it because he wasn't brand safe because he was taking a stand, making controversy. <laughs> so you see these things happening. It's just like, hmm, you wonder why uh, YouTube and Google rivals are starting to get more uh, traffic towards them. Things such like BitChute and that. DLive. What was that? Facebook. Yeah, what, what was I'm just getting reactions out of them. Oh, okay. So we have that sort of stuff happening. And yeah, I, I just can't trust someone who can't stick to something. Yeah. To one thing. Um and see it sounds it, like politicians. Eh. They stick well, well not necessarily. If you see uh, the progress would you say the progressive people more so? Because they're always one always trying to find the new things and what people want and but besides okay, that what Rhett and Link are trying to grow in society. Uh, politicians have already grown into society. They now have to re- represent part of society to grow bigger in society. They're already in it. Rhett and Link are still trying to get there. Mm-hmm. So I can see where them not trying to take and stand on something allows them to go with the flow 24-7. But that's what politicians do, except they no longer have to do anything. They now need to find a stand that allows them to get the most votes. That's the same thing. If a politician could sit there and flip back and forth between Republican and Democrat and not have any backlash on it, he would. Because depending on the trend, you might have more people who align with uh, conservative reviews or uh, liberal views. So it, it's just a thing yeah, of... That's if they could do that, though. Yeah, they that's can. if they could do that. But they can't. So they have to try to find ways to pick at people and try to find the social mainstream thoughts and ways of doing things and try to prod at the emotional side of people to get them to want to go. So it's like it's it's like Rhett and Link, the biggest YouTube guys ever. You know, they got a hundred million subscribers from all around the world. And now what they have to do at that point is they have to try to find a way to maintain those views. Because once you cap out, you cap out. It's trying to keep them once you cap out. Right. So they, they have no need to align with anything because they're still trying to soak people up. They have sixteen point four million subs on youtube really that's what i was just trying to pull up actually <laughs> aaron just pause well, I, I was pulling up their social blade oh um, okay that's yeah i just went on there well no because like social blade it tells me like their video views and all that doesn't tell me their subs- oh, yeah although oh. that's interesting what i would like to look into that what would you like to guess how many subscribers they've lost in the past 30 days? When we had two. <laughs> no, no, what? 659,000. Johnson? Oh, maybe a million. They've lost 40,000 subscribers in the last 30 days. Yeah, it's not a lot. Well, I mean, it's still a lot. But Why? Know, maybe people don't like that if it they says, know about that. It says they've gone down 33.3%. Wow. That's a chunk. Yeah. So I don't know what 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 happened. Um there must have been there might have been some they might have actually said something controversial, controversial? at some point. <gasps> uh oh. But yeah, they're saying about that that's not thirty three point three percent. That no way that number doesn't make sense. Because here's our subscriber count, four point nine million. What? That's what Social Blade is showing. That's, that's how many subscribers they have on YouTube? Yeah. Is four point what? 4.9. Red and Link, not Good Mythical Morning. 
Oh, Rhett and Link have their own thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I went to Good Mythical Morning. Yeah. yeah okay. Rhett and Link. Yeah, that's four point nine. So I maybe they said something um, controversial at one point. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, that's weird. Hmm. Like literally, there was a big dip for some reason. That's okay. Regardless of the fact that happened. Okay. But again, if you're not standing up for something, then what are you doing with your life? I don't trust you. Um, <sighs> because here's where I'd look at it then at that point. You're not sticking to something that is based on any fact or doctrine or worldview that you hold dear to you. Instead, what you're doing is you're basing everything you believe on your experience instead of experiencing everything through the lens through which you believe. That's a whole lot more intense than anything I would have said. Because <laughs> I would, I mean, because then how I also think about it, I mean, yeah, you're just going to always do whatever it is to make sure that you are comfortable and able to, and I guess, feel safe. Not worth, you wouldn't put yourself out there and be willing to fight for something. Right. Because you never know if next week popular opinion will change to, some, to the opposite. Yeah. Because of the. And that's, um, like, for me, I've, I feel like I've been starting to notice something a little bit more about myself. Which is? Lately. Which is, obviously, I have, for the most part, have, well, that sounds weird. Like, I have my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's always learning more as time goes. Right. Um. But for me, at times, it's it's getting out of that comfort zone and putting, I guess, well, one, I guess, faith really to the test and at times. Um, instead of just kind of like letting things slide by and making sure I'm kind of like keep protecting myself from getting into anything that would be one uncomfortable or could get me in some sort of trouble. Um, I've been feeling that really start to kind of eat me up more because it's like, I'm not going to take a stand on anything. Um, it's just, I don't know that eats me up. You know what's interesting? What? what you just said was uh, don't call don't take this the wrong way. Oh, great. The more um like the hick hillbilly version of what I said. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's cuz I don't <laughs> I'm not a smart man. <laughs> it was the redneck version of yeah. what I said. You you said in Plainer, simpler English, which yeah. isn't always a bad thing to, right. to do. That's, that's um, the only way I can talk. <laughs> as you know, earlier I had to explain Zeitgeist. What, what's that again? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not talking about for you. I'm talking about. Yeah. But no, it's, it, it, I feel like that it just leads. Uh, that's hard. I don't know. Because for me, believing what I believe, you know, believing in Christ. Mm-hmm. And having purpose in him, really, like, it's like uh, how I feel like I've always heard. It's like, you know, you've, people are always searching for a purpose. And for us, our purpose is, you know, living for Christ, worshiping him, worshiping him. Yeah. Yeah. And whatnot. And, yeah, that's our purpose and, like, growing closer with him. But then it's like, well, for the people that don't believe in him, it's like, well, what's their purpose? And, I mean, people are obviously still able to find or create a purpose for themselves. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just to the point where it's, it seems like the only real purpose out there is to make yourself have a good life or enjoy things on this earth while they last. And it's like, well, once... That's all said and done. It's like, well, how worth it was it? <laughs> right, but it, but at least they're but they're at least living, interpreting life through that lens. Yeah, 
they're not changing that lens every two seconds because Josh comes along and says, the best color is green. And then Aaron comes along, the best color is red, green, Mm -hmm. red. You know, every day you're not changing what color you're saying is best. Right. Based on the whims of those around you. Yeah. You might be saying, I'm doing what I can because maybe your lens is for having fun. And then that comes around of, I don't care what color it is, just as long as I'm having fun. Right. There's a subtle difference there that most people don't even think about. Passover. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this, Joshy boy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I totally zoned out right there. What are you Wait, looking you at to buy? Yeah, what are you buying? I'm not gonna buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's zoned out. That's why I was like, hey, we're gonna run it over to our special correspondent, Josh. Josh, how do you think? <sighs> I uh, it's a sad way to live, to be honest. It is. Because you're never gonna find satisfaction in anything. Because you're always chasing after the newest thing. You're always chasing after the newest opinion, the newest popular thing, the newest thing to to get your kicks off, regardless of what that is. And you're always worried about potentially saying the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong person because their opinion has changed since the last time you asked everyone, what do we think as a collective now? I kind of worked with somebody like that who I didn't say was worried about what you said. But he was more of like a, uh, uh, somebody who is obsessed with the new improved objects. Um, well, you don't have to pay money to be living with the popular opinion and showing that around. That's true, too. But I still don't want to do that. Well, you would be. Um, I'd be miserable. You'd be emotionally, socially, psychologically broke at that point. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of stress. You'd also be morally bankrupt. <gasps> And we've already seen you sniffing Aaron's hair, so so. don't need to see you do that. (laughs) You know, I'm pretty sure if he had s'mores the other night, I'm pretty sure we could probably smell that too. But I didn't smell that in his hair. All I smelled was cooking wood. Cooking wood. No no marshmallows, no graham crackers. I got five. Maybe a little cigar. I don't know. I'd have have to come over and sniff you again. I did have a cigar. Maybe I got to sniff your beard. I got five into the right of me. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, hey how how close do i gotta get your uh to your stash to smell that cigar i don't Hang know if I, I don't know if i want to find out i don't want to kiss Boy, you come here let me run my hands <laughs> through your beard and give you a kiss in the cheek i ain't trying to get a no he he go full on kiss lips man i don't want to yeah. do none of that not sorry <laughs> did you do that to male reporters or just females i don't know probably uh, it was just female. female constituents yes not reporters, constituents. Constituent. Yeah. You know what a constituent is, right? Uh, an associate. Uh, no. Wait, what's constituent then? Constituent is someone that you represent as a government official. So he would do that to his higher ups? No, 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 no. Someone that he represents. Biden's constituents are the people in the district that he serves. Oh. In this oh. case, if he's going for president, that his constituents as a VP or potential president would be anyone in the U.S. But as senator, it'd be the Senate district that he was from. <clears throat> Those are constituents. Always teaching Josh something new, where it's about basic biology, politics, or about being wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. Because that's essentially what this is. Are you wishy-washy or not? Are you wishy-washy? Don't answer. Oh, why am I not supposed to answer? Because. Because Josh told you so, and that's his opinion. You know what? Well, I'm going to answer because I'm going to stick up for myself. <laughs> um, I'd like to see you try. Oh! <laughs> wow. Um, to be completely honest, at times, no, but I feel like at times I can be. Uh, no, you're not. No? <laughs> Shut up. I'm going back to a previous conversation, pre-podcast with uh, yeah. Mr. Aaron Johnson here. So <laughs> at one point, Aaron's like, 
what what was it like i'm i'm a pushover yeah you're a pushover i go no you're not and you're like, like yeah you're right i'm not i'm not a pushover <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> I, I i smacked my head because i'm like really <laughs> oh man that, that was many maturity points ago yeah <laughs> okay so to be fair maturity points have accumulated since then you are not the same person as you were then josh is not the same person as he was then thankfully right none of us are the same person as we are then okay right but both of you have matured since then so that's good yeah well no because i was i, I was Actually, because I was like, well, I was like, I was like, do you really think that, or are you just trying to mess around? Right I was now? messing with you. Okay, <laughs> okay. I was pointing back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I guess it's like it's the same as going to say like, you know, even though I'm a Christian, doesn't mean I don't mess up. Yeah, kind of thing. So like, what? I yeah. <laughs> we're sorry. We're not all perfect like you, Josh. Yeah, come on now. Come on now. Perfect is just an understatement of I am. Well, then. Okay. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> We're going to call him Forrester and get her live on the phone. I'm yeah. sure she's had two weeks to learn. <laughs> Anywho. So, but no, I mean, yeah. I, uh, do I play it safe from time to time? Unfortunately, I have. Mm-hmm. Is it something I'm trying to work on? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So obviously you don't listen to the Monday episodes I put out. Not always, no. I've yeah. listened to a couple of them. Yeah. But no. Because you didn't listen to the one from two weeks ago. No, I have not. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I talk about. This? Well, two weeks ago as of May 3rd, I talk I talk about this. Of course. And I was like, oh, I'm man. no longer a milk toast fence sitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to give it a listen. <laughs> So, but no, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, and it's silly because like I'm, like at times, uh, like there's been times where I have, you know, stepped out of that comfort zone, and then been blown a lot, blown away, blown away, by the stuff that has come out of it. Isn't in a good way. Mm-hmm. I was like, why the heck was I so scared to do this in the first place? Yeah. And I'm not saying it's an so, easy thing. No, it's not always an no. easy thing. No, so, so this leads me to, I guess, question two then. Yeah. Is it okay to be controversial? Gosh, I'm trying to. <sighs> no, that's the first part of the question. There's three questions here total. If you really think about it. If you think about it. <sighs> you said it yourself. I did. Okay. So I, as Christians. Is it okay by taking a stand to be controversial? Hmm. Tell me your gut reaction here. Josh, what's your gut reaction? Controversial in the sense in the sense of with the faith or with society because of faith. Yes. <laughs> I hate when he does that. Um, you opened it up to that. <laughs> yes. I think it is good to be controversial. Okay. Any caveats to that? Let me ask that. Um, it allow. You know what caveats means, right? Additions. Mm, uh, extras. Caveats, like extras, like, are, are there any conditions? Yeah, conditions would be a good one. Conditions. Yeah, um, not extras and additions, but like conditions. No, I wouldn't say any conditions um priming and having a different way of thinking about stuff is good it's stimulating it opens new doors of thought okay as well as it brings a different level of understanding because Mm -hmm. we all process information differently okay so we can look about that from a christian point of view because we norm you know you normally say okay you know christianity usually not crazy you know, but uh, what about someone who is of a weird religion that says you should always take Clorox baths even if you don't have eczema? They take a stand that everyone should take Clorox baths. And they're controversial. Is that still good? Say it one more time. Everybody takes baths. The, Clorox baths. The, they're, controversial. They're, they're like a, a, a weird religion, okay? They're not yes. Christians. They're Cloroxians. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, they take a controversial stance that you should only take Clorox baths, even if you don't, even if you don't have eczema, because we know eczema with some bleach might be helpful for them. But if you, Mister Brewer, you, 
the Cloroxian comes up to you and their stance is you should take a Clorox bleach bath. So that's still good. They can tell me all they want. It's free country. Okay. I'll just smack them. I'd Our... ask them. I'd ask them. Right, uh, right hand, left hand. What? Right hand, front left hand. It's front hand, back hand. Oh, front hand, back hand. I just totally ruined it. Like yes. the intro. And like the intro on the episode zero. Oh, that's okay. Johnson, what are your thoughts? He wants the front hand. <laughs> Is it... Come on, boy! It ain't that difficult. Yeah, it is. Front hand, back hand, both. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time, like really, like getting this understanding of being kind. Uh, he needs a little Clorox in the uh, front of the lobe area, there, Paul. You yeah. got the needle. I've taken I got the Clorox. Too, I've taken too many of those baths. Yeah, apparently so. Um, it's right in your brain. I, I was just giving an example for Josh here at that point. It's yeah. Just so he knew. But I mean, to, it could be anything from abortion. Right. End of life. Yeah. Um, dignity and dying. Feeding people, housing people, welcoming strangers. It could be any topic that may be controversial and contrary to the time. You know? Right now, you know, obviously across the U.S., it's been for a while now about abortion, right? You know, and then versus um, right to choose, as they call it. <laughs> you know, yeah. So I, I, I just, for, is, is it okay? I would for, say, yeah. Okay. Next question, then. Oh no, for Josh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> We're gonna go with uh, abortion controversy. Oh boy! Simple. It's, Josh, this isn't favorite. A, yeah, this isn't. This isn't good. I'm just using that yeah, as an example. No, I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying defend it. Um, right. No, no, no. Or go against it. I'm not saying any of that. Okay. No. What I'm saying is, Josh is pro-abortion. Aaron is pro what they call it, life. Life. I'm not yeah. gonna call it pro-choice. I'm gonna call it pro-abortion. Whatever. You, that can be controversial in and of itself. <laughs> I don't care. Is it okay, you know, and you both consider yourself Christians in this scenario. One's pro-abortion, one's pro-life. There are a ton of Catholics out there and other uh, sects of Christianity that are honestly fine with abortion. I am not, but there are. So we have to acknowledge that reality. Okay? Does that difference in opinion, and you both are firm in, in this, you're not like changing anytime soon. Does that negate the, this is an obvious answer, but I just want to hear you both say it. Does that negate the need for you to still love the other person, even if you disagree with their opinion on a stance that you are <laughs> deeply standing in? <laughs> and how does that look like? Mm. What, you want me to go? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're making all the noise over there like you I'm can't sorry. hold it. <laughs> Should we not love that person? Is that what pretty much we we're asking? Let's go with that. Should the controversial no. thought keep us from loving him? Absolutely not. What? Absolutely? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know you would say that. Okay, Josh, defend your position. <laughs> In my position, I was born. This is my body. I have the choice to. I didn't talk about the. I'm not talking about the abortion position. Talking about oh. defend your position of what you said about the loving the other person. I was joking yeah. on that one. <laughs> oh, now you were joking. Mm, just trying to play it safe, huh? <laughs> He's wishy-washy. He's wishy-washy. <laughs> so what I've learned is that Josh cannot take a position. Got it. Okay. I'm sorry, Amy. <laughs> I Because well, obviously we should. Okay. We should what? Love the other person even though that we disagree. Why? Because that's what Jesus did. Why? Be what? Now you're trying to be funny and repeat what I was doing to you earlier <laughs> during break. Okay. So you're but, telling me that you can be loving as well as taking a controversial stand? Yeah. Okay. It's Can it be obviously hard? Absolutely. Because, I mean, for us, I mean, we allow our emotions to get so worked up and we get carried away with mm -hmm. some things and we 
Now, also, that is a time that if we do get carried away and lose our cool with something, hopefully we can have the, you know, be in the right mind and grow up enough to go back to that person and say, hey, I just, I lost it. My fault. I'm sorry. You know, Mm -hmm. do the whole, you know, forgiveness and apology thing. And, um, <laughs> um, oh, you look at Jesus hanging out with the tax collector and all of his friends, mm-hmm. and do you think they all agreed on what Jesus was doing? No, because that was very controversial for at the time uh-huh. for him to be hanging out with tax collectors, especially and all the other friends that he had with him. He, at his party. as I said, he was hanging out with the sinners. Yeah, that was very controversial. Exactly. So that which is, means you can hang out with Josh since he's pro-choice. Yeah. I mean. Pro, yeah. So that's you know, again in scenario world. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. when you want to take out Billy, what the? What? <laughs> he's not alive. <laughs> um, but uh, so I mean, I mean, Dad, that's I mean, that's my reasoning for it, and it's like now, and this is. <laughs> I always wonder, like, you know, with him and the whole, like, the Pharisees and all those guys. Because, like, man, I can't imagine having to put up with those dudes. Well, you know, at one point, you know, what did he do to the money changers in the the temple? (laughs) Eventually, he he, he did take action. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, and uh, And I'm not saying if you're pro life, you go out and start, you know, whipping (laughs) uh, pro abortion. Yeah, going destroying their. That's not the example, and you cannot use that as logic. (laughs) I have seen that so many times. Have you? Well, not of that particularly, but like um, Christians acting violent, and then they go, well, Jesus did this in the temple. And it's like, that's That's, not the same thing. No, it's not. And because, I mean, the temple is his house. So his house is being disrespected, too, in that moment. So we're not going out to disrespect other people's houses and stuff and destroy it. If I go in your house and disrespect you, you can... I can wreck my stuff all I want. (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah, bottom line, though, is, you know, that being my one example of, you know, him hanging out with the tax collectors in his house. Why can I never? I always get their names mixed up, and it irritates the living daylights out of me. Um, Oh, okay, so Zacchaeus. He was the tax collector dude. The wee little man. The wee little man. And he was like, I want to hang out with you. And it's like, that's, they didn't, you know, obviously Jesus and him were two very different people for what the tax collectors did, tax collectors did in that time. But the mm-hmm. fact that he, you know, wanted to go to his house and spend time with him, it's like, of course you can. Yeah. You should. Sometimes we get into that low mindset that I've done too much wrong to be able to approach God in any which way. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron. And that's shut up. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Why is it that every time we try to do something serious, we have Josh interact like that? I'm sorry. No, you good. It's not every time. No, you're good, Josh. Don't you're worry. Fine. It's a lot of so I will <laughs> I feel sorry for your wife, your triplets, your quadruplets, and, and your puppy. dog. <laughs> you know what Amy said to me? What'd she say? We're finding the quirks in each other that, you know, prob us. She goes, no wonder people live together before they're married. <laughs> like, thanks, honey. No, I love you, too. Nice. <laughs> I love Amy more and more each day. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, to go back, I mean, yeah, there's definitely, a, there's, it's, uh, Yeah. At times, I do feel like there's, obviously, I just keep either one screwing up, and it's like there's no point in me trying to talk to you. Well, talk to God. <laughs> I was like, I'm Yeah. I, and that in and of itself is wrong, but mm-hmm. that's such an easy mindset to get stuck behind at times, which yeah. is really unfortunate because it sucks. Yeah. It is no fun. So what about you, Joshy boy? 
What are your thoughts? And should we love somebody we're controversial with? Well, can you be loving and controversial at the same time? Absolutely. But it's a mindset mm-hmm. and it's a level of acceptance that we have to put in place. It's a love it's 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 a level of maturity that most people don't have. Um everybody has a coworker that they cannot work with. But when you're not working, you guys can talk up a storm, you guys can talk about similar hobbies and stuff. But when you're working together, you just you just can't. You know, there's something about someone that the other person's worth acting that mm-hmm. just drives you crazy or just makes that part of the company get weighted down. Ethic. Worth ac- ethic. Yes, thank yeah. you. I said ethnic. You said ethnic, yeah. Uh, ethic. I always get those two twisted. <laughs> um, yes. And you always got that person that's going to push your buttons. He's He or she is not going to make it smooth. They're going to make it more comp- your job more complicated. There's always that person. But... You know, you can sit there and go, oh, yeah, they're they're a really cool person. I just can't work with them. Oh, why? Which they don't make the thing smooth. My job isn't smooth to make their position choppy because they don't think this or think that. It's the same thing. It's the same same situation. You know, you're 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 talking about something. In this case, it's something with work or you're doing an action and talking is an action. So I'm just grouping them in the same thing. Um because the process is not going smooth, and therefore there is confrontation. And I mean, same thing with controversial ideas and thoughts and theologies. You know, it's all, it's, you know, we're, we are designed to be passionate cre- creatures. We are designed to have emotions tied to our actions. It's just how we are, you know, built mm-hmm. genetically, scientifically, spiritually. You know, that's it's just the ground. We get emotionally tied to inanimate things as well as uh, thoughts, and it's all scientifically tied, regardless if you don't believe in Christ or not. Um, but, I mean, if you can sit there and hang out with somebody that you can't work with, you can sit there and have a controversial conversation about two different I- ideas and be able to sit back at the end of the day and have a beer. It's called growing up and being mature and understanding that nobody is going to be the same as you. A lot of people are going to have similar thoughts as you, but a lot of people are not going to have similar thoughts as you. And that's just how the world moves. We figure out what is priority. We figure out what is best uh, for everybody. You know, what's in the most common interests. You know, we need to communicate. We need to have these controversial ideas together. We need to speak on them because if we don't, then what new thing do we learn and what history do we see? No. Hmm. And loving them in a way, and, and to answer the, the action portion of it, is understanding, hey, they come from a different place than me. Because each, each, all three of us come from a different home, different level of wealth, different level, you know, different mix of race, different, uh, different mix of schooling, um, different mix of parents and their genetics and sorry you said different mix of race i'm looking at you too blonde <laughs> hair blue eyes so <laughs> pale as the moonlight yeah <laughs> what are you anyways topic for, topic for later what am I? we're not gonna have a whole episode on what aaron is that's a whole month <laughs> that's a series that's a season i'll take um it. <laughs> uh but um so, you know, he's going to grow up. Now, we all have similar mindsets, but he's going to have different mindsets on things. And we've had different things where I've actually been surprised by his mindsets, Aaron's. Um, just because I know that we have similar morals, we have similar uh, uh, beliefs in those morals, but he, he had different reasoning and different thought processes. Now, Paul, same thing. Paul had different thoughts on, on some other topics in the past, too. And uh, it surprised me as well as sometimes it hasn't surprised me. But... <laughs> Um, Are you calling me a dirty Mexican? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something, but I'm refraining. Because I remembered what it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll explain later. Uh, Oh, I'm interested now. uh, Me too. I don't think Aaron knows what it is. Oh, I don't. Young, 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 pure mind you are. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, okay. Buddhism. So, um, <laughs> um, nice, Paul, nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
my father always said that the day you stop getting wiser is the day you start getting old, older. So the day we stop speaking and trying to create different thoughts and prob each other's minds and stir things up. Uh, what? No, no, go on. Go on, go on. Um, it's the day that we uh, honestly will just stop as as humanity. Now, 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 I was gonna say you, you said before, you know how you know as an example, somebody comes in and says, "Oh, you need to take a bath in Clorox." Well, this person may actually do that, but if they didn't bring that controversial topic up, you may not be able. You may have not had that chance to enlighten them on truth they may not know about. So what you're saying is sunlight is the best disinfectant. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> No, uh, what you said, um, correct me if I'm wrong, when you stop getting old, wiser. what was it? You stop getting what? Older? When you, when you, stop, when you getting, stop getting wiser, you start getting older. Okay. I thought I heard it in reverse. It, it, start, I think it is. When you, stop, you start getting old. You know. I thought I heard you say it in reverse. Oh. <laughs> but that's why I'm, like, I was so confused. I'm sitting there like, there's, there's, there's When you stop getting older, you start getting wiser. I'm like. Then you're still getting old, aren't you? There's a uh, there's a certain a certain way to say it, and I couldn't say it, but that's the best way that I could put it. Gotcha. Mm. That sounds like, huh? I've never heard that phrase, but okay. Do you have any? It's, you just uh, rambled, talked a little bit, but uh, any closing remarks, Aaron? Do you have any final comments? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, I, <laughs> nope, I'm done. I have no comments about Josh's attempt at humor just now, <laughs> which failed very hard and flat. Did it? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm dying over here, man. He, he is dying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I got to say about this. It is very possible to be controversial and to be loving and to be loved while being controversial. It does not it does not matter what opinion a person takes. It does not matter what they believe. It does not matter if they take a stance against you, against someone you love, against who you think you identify as, who you identify as, or whatever. You can still love them. In fact, as a Christian, we are called to love them, regardless of the fact. There's a popular meme, a meme out there where it's Jesus with a bunch of people around him, and he goes, love all the people, wherever, and the, pers- the group goes, even if they're gay, did I stutter? Even <laughs> if they're black, did I stutter? Even if they're short, did I stutter? Even if they're blank, did I stutter? Right. And that's the question. Did he stutter? No, he did not stutter. Jesus said, love the people. Now, this does not mean that you necessarily um, say, well, because I love you, I love and therefore endorse what you are doing. You know, there's that popular phrase, and you can debate the theology of it. You know, some people like it, some people don't. But to sum it up nicely, you know, love the, the sinner, hate the sin type deal. That kind, you know, that, again, that you can make uh, head and tails of it either which way. But the thought behind that is, is that no matter what, you know, Josh is a serial murderer. I still am commanded to love him. I don't agree with him going out and killing people in the middle of the night for his pleasure. (laughs) I don't agree with him bathing in their blood, but I still love him as a person. He still has value per my beliefs, per how God sees us. We are all equal in our sin. Mm-hmm. We have all messed up. No one is worse than the other. And Jesus comes down, and you know that's what the whole thing about him being crucified was and rising again was for us to be able to find a way to get re- uh, forgiveness. What makes one person worse than the other in our own eyes is completely different than how God sees us. I see Josh as a deranged lunatic individual worthy of death because of his murderous ways in this scenario, Josh, not in real life. Don't tell them the truth. <laughs> but in God's eyes, he's still a precious 
human being worthy of love and saved. And you know what? It is difficult. It is hard. It, it, it is sometimes darn right impossible to look at another person and say, I need to love you the way that I am commanded to love you. Because sometimes my humanity gets in the way. Yeah. And sometimes it's easy to love the people that think like us. In fact, it's very easy because there's nothing there that challenges us. But loving someone that has a different thought than us, a different belief, a different lifestyle than us, challenges us not to only reflect on what we believe, what we do, but also on how we interact with them. So we can hold a controversial view per societal standards and still love people, and they can hold a controversial view per Christian standards, and we should still love them. And we need to stand up and stand on those principles that we believe in. Now, I'm not saying you must all convert to Christianity and believe the same exact things. Would I like to see that? Yes. Am I saying you must be mandated? No. (laughs) But what I am saying is live your life through a lens that you believe in. Don't change that lens based on your experiences. Let your experiences be refocused based on the lens of what you believe.